Good morning to everybody. Bezrez Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to Shir number 26. Okay, just to finish off from yesterday, um, we, we finished off talking about the uh, Chama Atzma, something that was cooked in the sun itself is mutter. For example, somebody holds an egg in his hand and he cooks an egg or he puts a uh, glass of water out on top of his roof and the sun itself beams down and, you know, cooks the, uh, or uh, heats up the water to above Yad by We said that was actually mutter to do, chama atzma. And then we mentioned that tildeis chama, something heated up by the sun, like a hot piece of metal heated up by the sun, a hot roof on top, uh, a hot roof on top of a house heated up by the sun, to cook something on that would be Aser Midrabonon. We're afraid that, Chazal said, we're afraid you might come to mix it up with Toldois Eish. Just to give an interesting example, in Eretz Yisrael, in many buildings, they employ what's called solar water boilers. Um, they're installed in the roofs of the buildings, and they heat up the tap water. The tap water in the houses is, he- is heated up by that solar water boiler, and uh, sometimes this is, you know, it could be a shail of e- either Chama uh, Atzma, heated up by the sun itself, or something that was heated up by the sun, and that something, that metal or whatever it is, now goes ahead and heats up the tap water. So, of course, that's not for us to paskin. That's the uh, the Poiskim and Eretz Yisrael paskin on those shilas because it involves, sometimes involves a lot of other things, psikreshes and different other things. But uh, just to give an example, uh, that's an interesting case. Those boilers, those solar boilers that are on top of the roofs of the houses in Eretz Yisrael heated up by the sun. That will be one case. And another case, interesting, uh, somebody once asked me the same thing by the solar boiler, the, the solar boilers on the top of the roofs, they have also uh, water heaters, plain water heater, uh, a water tank sometimes, or even water the pipes running on top of the roof where the water runs through them. So the same type of a shiloh that, um, let's say the boiler is totally off, there's no question of going on, electric or whatever the like, and the water actually gets heated on top of the roof of the house, through the sun, through the pipe, or in the tank itself. Again, do we say the same thing? Is it chama atzma? Is it heated by the sun itself, whereby it will be mutter? Or do we say that that going through the pipe, and or do we say in the tank itself, would be teldeis chama, whereby it would be usher midrabon, and of course, and it will be usher to use that water on Shabbos. Something that was um, heated up, even a iser midrabonan, also cannot be used on Shabbos. So again, that's something that the Poiskimineritis Israel Paskinon, it's not for us, but uh, just to throw out there the shaila, and we get a better understanding of to how it works. Okay, and one last thing as far as that Indian goes, that is the microwave. Um, <clears throat> microwave is obviously not ash, it's not fire, and it's not really sun, it's it's uh, it's energy waves and so on. Um, and they, yes, Ramosha spoke about the Nachuv about that Shaila microwave, and Ramosha Paskin that no microwave is Oser Minatora to use a microwave, the energy waves, even though you'll tell me, well, it's not told us Aish, it's not really told us Chama, or maybe it's one of the two. What do we do? What do we say? No, Ramosha says Minatora, that heat coming from a microwave to take something and stick it in the microwave. Forget about the electric part, we're talking about the uh, heat itself, and the microwave would be Oser Minatora to use on Shabbos. Okay, so that now brings us to the question of where most of our Shilas on Shabbos exist, and that is by Teldas Eish, not by the Eish itself, because most most people are usually not putting food on top of a fire per se, 
Um, and usually the Chama Shail is Teldas Chama, or regular Chama, not too existent, in, especially in the United States, in Eretz Yisrael, here and there. But most of the Shailas that come up on Shabbos go, have to do with Teldas H. And that's heating up, um, and that is dealing with the three Kalim on Shabbos. What do we mean by three Kalim? The Kli Rishain, the Kli Sheni, and the Kli Shlishi. We've all heard of this, of course, the uh, Rishain, Sheni, and Shlishi on Shabbos. Uh, what are the halachas of those Kalim? How does it work? When does Bishel apply with those Kalim? And of course, those are Kalim, those, the, the items, the food in those Kalim, Kli Rishain, Kli Sheni, Kli Shlishi, is... Um, you know, is water or food or whatever it might be inside the pot or in the cup or in the glass or whatever it is, something that was warmed up, heated up by fire. It's not the fire itself. It's what we call, like we said, teldais ash. It's something that was heated up by fire, which is also aser min hatayra. But of course, each one of those kalim have a different halacha. And we're going to talk about them, and we're going to see all the, logis- the, the logistics of it. Um, and like I said, most of the shilas in Bishel, um, at least more than 50%, uh, do come from that uh, part of the kalim, Rishain, Shani, and Shlishi. And of course, the reason why it, that would be told us Aish is because at some point there was a fire, um, obviously, that, uh, you know, heated up the water, otherwise, the or, or heated up the food that's in the Klish, uh, Rishon, Sheni, or Shalishi. At some point, there was a fire that heated up, and that would be Teldois Eish. Okay, so now, the three Kalim, as we know them, are actually split up into seven categories. Uh, you know, again, we say Kli Rishon, Kli Sheni, Kli Shlishi, but it's a little bit more than that. Bezrus Hashem, we're going to go through all the categories and we'll, the halachic ramifications of each one and how they apply. So case number one, we have Kli number one, we have what's called a Kli Rishain al Ho'esh. A Kli Rishain al Ho'esh, we have, we're going to go through all seven and then we're going to start to explain them and go through each one, one by one. Kli Rishain al Ho'esh is number one, a Kli that's on the original fire, uh, where the original food was cooked, and now it's still on the original fire. That's number one. Number two, you have Kli Rishain Shehev Viru Mehoesh. You have a that original pot or vessel or cup or whatever it might be, the food that was cooked, where it was cooked actually on the fire, and now that original pot or vessel was now removed from the fire. As long as it's still above Yad Saledespoi, okay, it still has a din of a Kli Rishain, but it's called Klirishain Sheviru Meho Eish. And of course, the Klirishain that's on the fire that we said, Klirishain Al Gabay Haish, number one, also has to be above Yad Saledisba. Usually it would be if it's on the fire. Next, we have number three is Irui Klirishain. Okay, that's basically pouring out from this Klirishain. I take the Klirishain that was on the fire and now, and, and it's above Yad Saledespai, and now I begin to pour out. That pouring out process, the food coming out of the Klirishain is now called Irui Klirishain. Now once the food lands into that other vessel, I poured it from my Klirishain into a pot, into a cup, into a vessel, that second cup vessel or pot is now called a Kli 
Sheni. Okay, once it lands, once the uh, once the kiluach, the flow finishes, it now lands into the cup or vessel or pot. That that uh, vessel, that utensil, is now called a kli sheni. And very simply, number five, that was number four. Number five, when I pour from that kli sheni into another cup, into another vessel, that pouring from the kli sheni into another vessel, another pot, is called iroi kli sheni. That's the pouring from a kli sheni. That's number five. Number six is will be, of course, once it lands into the third vessel or into the third cup. The landing, the, the kiluach, the flow stopped. It landed into the cup, the vessel, the pot. That third cup, third pot, is now called a kli shlishi. And now before we mention the seventh category, just to make it clear, um, all these kalim that we discussed, the kli rishoin that's on the fire, kli rishoin that's removed from the fire, could be dealing with a davalach, daviyavish, a dry side food or a wet side food, either one, could be a piece of kugel, it could be water in the pot. Uh, but when you're dealing with the eroid, the pouring from the kli rishoin or the pouring from the kli sheni, that usually, obviously, we're going to be dealing with a davalach, a wet side item, because that's what pours. Um, and once something is in the klisheni or the klishlishi, um, it could go either way. It could be a lach or a yavish, a dry side food or a wet side food. And the seventh category is what we call davar gush, <clears throat> a davar yavish, the, a dry side food, a piece of kugel, a cutlet piece of chicken. When it's moved from one kli to another, I move it from a klisheni to a klisheni or to a klishlishi. What then does that davar gush that dry side food have? Does it retain being, uh, continuing to have a klirishain, or does it become a, have a status of klisheni or klishlishi? Okay, those are the seven categories. Everybody have a wonderful Shabbos. Atzlochem bracha.